Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. This is Cinebuds. I'm 889's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about the documentary Nomad in the Footsteps of Bruce Chatwin. Bruce Chatwin was a writer like no other. He would craft mythical tales into voyages of the mind. We were kindred spirits. I'm going to read what Bruce writes about you. Immensely tough, yet vulnerable austere and sensual. Nomad in the Footsteps of Bruce Chatwin is a documentary from director Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. I love him. Yes. Uh, Werner Herzog is, has been making movies and documentaries since, what, the 70s? That's a great question. Since 1962, his first Ooh, short. Yeah. Um, you also might know him as playing a notable character in Star Wars, The Mandalorian. He has been interested in anthropology and ethnography throughout his entire career. A lot of his feature films have elements of ethnography and of of anthropology in them. He's made a lot of documentaries about anthropology as well. And here he makes a documentary about anthropologist Bruce Chatwin. It's like, Part ethnography, part owed to this like mind of his, Bruce Chatwin, who also circumnavigated the world, who was interested in searching for strangeness. And it features a highlights of Bruce Chatwin's career. He was a writer as well. And there's each chapter kind of follows a different book of his. And then... Uh, Werner Herzog's interest in that subject and in Bruce Chatwin himself. Okay, Polly, what did you think of Nomad in the footsteps of Bruce Chatwin? Well, the first thing I'll say is Werner Herzog is an international treasure. Oh my God, yes. I just want, I just like listening to him speak uh, and I'll listen to him say anything. He speaks in this kind of, he's German. So he speaks like in this kind of, pained slowness yeah that really kind of works you know he's he has this like german accent but everything it makes everything sound so deliberate and thoughtful i too would have him narrate my walk around the house you know i don't know if this is accurate and i know that arnold schwarzenegger is austrian however when i listen to him it almost sounds like if you spoke like arnold schwarzenegger but with like one of those whispers that's louder than your talking voice. Mm. So uh, yeah, try that and see that's approximately what his, his accent is. And a a, a tad of an anthropologist himself. (laughs) Yeah. I've really dug into his voice in a very pop culture, not very smart way. Um, But anyway, that's him. I love him. Um, And yeah, this movie is, fascinating because it is so different. It's a very unique way to tell a friend's story. It's like the most amazing eulogy for a friend who died 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. And it's, it's a lovely story of their friendship and of Bruce Chatwin's life as like a writer and adventurer and journalist. Um, But it's also very much about their friendship 
uh, which he, in the film, it's really funny because he tries to make it very clear. This film is not about me. It is. I'm not the protagonist. <laughs> But it kind he kind of is. I mean, he's oh, a definite huge part of it. So it, it, the beginning is very uh, kind of intellectual, and uh, I found it a little challenging in a good way. And then it becomes a lot more emotional and very, very sweet. And I'm fascinated by Bruce Chatwin now. I, I thought it was really, really good and really different. Me too. I mean, file this documentary under extremely my shit. Yeah. It is like just so it mixes like a ton of things I love, which is like we love arts and artists. It's a director talking about his craft, talking about his art. It's like a testament to male friendship um, with Werner Herzog and uh, with Bruce Chatwin. It's a it's a bit of a love letter. It's also a bit of an ethnography. It's also has like all these this this curiosity that's yeah. at its core is just an, an intense curiosity about the world and its people. I I really I really loved the curiosity of this. We're gonna talk about it right oh when we get back. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film and offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. Radio Milwaukee is on a mission. And if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in Milwaukee, then you're on a mission too. Join today to support the programming you love. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart. All right, and we are back. Welcome back. With Nomad in the Footsteps of Bruce Chatwin uh, by Werner Herzog. Like you said, um, Werner Herzog says like this isn't about him, but I really loved how much it was about him. You know, it starts off... How much Werner Herzog do you know? I feel like he is more recognizable in like namesake than he is in like actually watching his films. He's more like iconic living director than. Yeah, I agree. He's definitely got a personality that's bigger than I think what most people are aware of his work. I feel like if without really thinking too hard about it, I think I've probably seen six or seven of his films. And it's great because he does a, a real mix of fiction and nonfiction. Yeah. Um, but they're both, uh, he does have a style, even uh, mixing them together visually uh, and narration wise. Like this, this movie is full of beautiful narration, not only from uh, Werner Herzog, but Bruce Chatwin had some recordings of his books, which is so nice when you do a film about a writer to actually hear some of the writing in the movie. And that immediately made me want to go out and read some of his books, but I'll get back to that. Me too. I definitely put some in the, you know, on on the list. (laughs) And that's the perfect, when you do a film about a writer or an artist or whatever, and to have somebody go, Oh, I'm going to pursue more of that now. That's like the ultimate goal. It seems. And it also, I feel like he is so connected to Bruce Chatwin because of his writing. There is a a romance at the heart of it 
Like a, not only a ro- a romance for Bruce Chatwin, but a romance for Bruce Chatwin's romance. You know, right. the way that he saw the world and was able to put it on the page in a way that just sets the mind ablaze, you know? And they, and they had some, like, recordings of him um, reading some of his works, which are nonfiction, but the way that he that he writes about nonfiction and that he writes about these cultures is so well stated and yes. so poetic right. that I think that like Werner Herzog sees the poetry within that and then also sees the world as poetry, you know, sees mankind, sees and like a, a, a poetry in the heart of what it is to be human that I think that Bruce Chatwin saw too, that I also think comes through in this. Yeah. And they're they're. It seems like they're friends before Werner Herzog even makes his first movie. So they're friends for quite a long time and they kind of see each other develop as artists. My favorite thing about, we were talking about how he's insists that he's not the protagonist when he's talking to this free climber that he uh, yeah. filmed. Um, I genuinely believe that, Werner Herzog is a very smart filmmaker. So he yeah. left, he leaves in a lot of things that you would think you would just cut around. There's moments where he's talking to someone and he wants to show this, uh, this like oh, yeah. little tchotchke. I'm calling it a tchotchke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's, the man is talking about it while Her- Werner Herzog holds <laughs> it up to the camera. And he keeps talking about it, and he goes, hold on a second. Wait a minute. He tells him to stop. I he love that, to too. Because he wants to get a quiet shot of it, but they leave that in as opposed I, to that's, Isn't that so smart? Yes. It is, but the thing, the, the, the example of that that I like the most is when he's talking to that free climber, and he – the free climber is talking about it. He goes, well, you uh, you know, you were wonderful to me or whatever he says to him about Werner Herzog himself. And Ver, Werner Herzog twice says, I, I mean, again, I am not the protagonist. I am not the – this is not about me. He says that and then I think the scenes immediately following are talking about his films. <laughs> 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 scenes from his films that Bruce particularly liked. And it's funny. I genuinely believe he must have been aware to leave that in. Him talking about how yeah. he's not the protagonist, then showing him his films, the very him-centric things. And I don't think it was arrogance. I genuinely think it's a little bit of humor, but also a realization while filming that this is about – it's about Bruce 100%. But uh, – well, maybe not 100%. Uh, a huge portion. But it's also about our friendship. I think that even in the in the opening scenes, he there's a shipwreck on – the coast of South America, which reminded me of two of Werner Herzog movies, uh, Egor, the wrath of God, where a group of like, uh, conquistadors essentially like travel through, um, the, the jungles of South America. And then what is the one where he, where they carry the boat over? Fitzcarraldo. Fitzcarraldo. Um, they carry a, they, they, is a similar situation and they carry a boat um, over the jungles as well. So this like, uh, like the shipwreck is an imagery that um, Werner Herzog kind of loves and deals with a lot. And then in the middle, there is also uh there's a star Wars reference in, in, oh, I didn't notice that they show a shot of when they're in Australia oh, and it's like, that's right. A, yeah. A prop. And it's like, 
he was in the Mandalorian. And so it's also like, here is uh, a bit of Werner Herzog's work and life as well. Yeah, it's impressive. And also what I want to comment on is the, f- the photography and the music of, in this. Yeah. This, is what, this is what I love about, there's certain documentaries that, you know what, you just, it's just for the information. The information, the content is the most important thing. And yeah. they're kind of straightforward. Perfectly great, wonderful. But, but Werner Herzog doesn't just do that. He adds beautiful scenery, amazing, interesting shots, and very fascinating music, especially in this one. Yes. And I have not looked into what the music is, and I kind of don't want to know right away. I want to like just kind of let it be for a while. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a very particular tone. It's like a little sad and almost a little celebratory. So it, it's really impressive artistry. In a doc, it's supposed to be just a documentary, a factual, you know, a documentary about uh, a person and their life. But there's a lot, there's so much more to it than just that. And visually as well, there is like the shot where they have the like bearded dragon or like this lizard that has its skin is like kind of has these like kind of piles on it. And then it goes to like a tracking shot of like the middle of Australia, which looks like the landscape looks like the the, the previous the scene, which yeah. is the surface of that lizard, which was just yeah. like, that is some masterful work. And he does, he's not afraid to linger on a shot. It's not slow by right. any means, but there are moments when the you can hear the music and they just, they're scanning the landscape or they're looking at, like you said, this close up of this uh, really interesting lizard with interesting skin. And it's just, you, you really can take it in. Uh, yeah. It's a very impressive line. He, he walks of like, you don't want to slow it down, but you do want to be thoughtful and watch these things. It's so good. Yeah. I feel like I have seen documentaries that are like, that tell the story in a way that's a little more revolutionary or that are a little more this or a little more that this, this isn't like a groundbreaking documentary, but it definitely is. I, I really enjoyed watching it because it hits like exploration. It's this kind of like cabinet of curiosities. It tells you about a person that you don't know of cultures that you don't know. And it shows this larger curiosity that both Werner Herzog and um, Bruce Chatwin had about the world and humanity. So I, I really liked it. And overall, I think it's really worth watching. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a, like I said, it's a very unique way to tell a story about a man. Um, it's also a delightful, once you start realizing how close they were, which is interesting because mm-hmm. it's like a nice reveal over the period of the film, but there's a genuine closeness uh, between the two men and you, he, you only hear one side of it because uh, one has sadly passed, but right. you really get a clear view of like their kinship. It's nice. Yeah. Um, so, you are encouraging of people to see it as well. I would say no, skip it. Just kidding. <laughs> Absolutely, you should definitely watch it. Um, and this is, I feel like this movie is kind of in your wheelhouse. So if you liked this movie or want to see more stuff like this, um, do you have a companion feature? Something yeah, else I definitely was excited to talk about this because uh, he, he, he references it, Klaus Kinski in the film. Uh, Klaus Kinski is a German actor who he worked with a lot when oh, yeah. uh, he was younger. And they had a very close friendship as well. So if you're in the mood 
for another doc about close friends of Werner Herzog. <laughs> wow. I would definitely recommend My Best Fiend. So not My Best Friend, My Best Fiend. Klaus Kinski is cuckoo bananas. Um, really? Yeah. And he's just this overly intense, just heated, passionate actor. Every time you see him, his face is like in some gnarled expression of of rage, yeah. it seems like. Those are the best pictures of him anyway. Definitely watch. Oh, I want to I just want to say so much about it, but I really would love it if you don't know anything about their friendship for yeah. you to discover it. So I won't say anything. All you should know is that you will not believe what the two of them, the 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 friendship and the confrontation and the 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 kind of climax of this film how intense it gets. So d- this is not as slow and sweet as Nomad is. It is more brutal <laughs> and fascinating and concerning. Uh, but it's definitely My. a fascinating watch. And what is it called? It's called My Best Fiend. F-I-E-N-D. Do not confuse it with My Best Friend. You'll probably get like a, a, a rom-com. I will match you with yeah. a suggestion of Friends of Werner Herzog, oh. which is any of the Les Blank was also a filmmaker that did kind of like ethnography or like these cultural documentaries about like really niche and interesting um you know, cultural aspects or mm. like sub genres or sub like groups or subcultures. Yeah. And he was really good friends with Werner Herzog in like the late sixties and early seventies. And a lot of his like little weird one-off documentaries involve Werner Herzog. And uh, one of my favorites is Werner Herzog eats a shoe. Oh yeah. We've talked about that. Yes. In which Werner Herzog eats, eats a, a shoe. shoe. Yeah. <laughs> And any of like any of those old less blank ones where he just kind of like has he's just kind of like hanging out with Werner Herzog all the time. And Werner Herzog just kind of like comments on humanity. Uh, (laughs) Those are great as well. Yeah. There's also just every or any Werner Herzog film. He is. He really does have a variety of things. He has made films about uh, again fiction and nonfiction almost equally. So it's a treasure trove of stuff to dig into. Yeah. I definitely, I was like, I need to go back and watch. Like there's so many documentaries of his that I have not seen. Just this year, just this year, a movie called family romance LLC came out. I know I was looking at, he's made two films this year. One is fiction and one is documentary. Granted the fiction film family romance LLC is shot as a documentary, but it is fiction. Again, mm-hmm. he's he's a fascinating man. <laughs> so yeah. that's but he's also done Bad Lieutenant Port of Call New Orleans. <laughs> so he did he like will dip his toe into like schlocky yeah. crazy films, but then he does these intense Aguirre Wrath of God and Vitzcarraldo. Yeah. And then he does Cave of Forgotten Dreams. It, it's it's all over the place, but it definitely has a style that is his own. Yes. So you be you can just close your eyes and point your finger, and you'll find something great for sure. Um, what else are you watching? 
it's a it's a crazy world we live in, so we're all at home, right? But yeah. <laughs> so I've noticed. What is this I, setup? <laughs> I'm taking a lot of comfort in stuff that I'm just familiar with and that I like already. Okay. So I keep like. watching and things, and my girlfriend goes, "Are you still, are you watching that again?" I've watched Travel Man. I've talked to a Travel Man a few times. It's got mm-hmm. Richard Iowati, which is who's one of the best British comedians. He's hilarious. Um, Richard Iowati has a show called Travel Man where he goes to a location in the world with another celebrity, either a British celebrity or a lot of American celebrities do. And they spend 48 hours there. And it's mostly him just talking. <laughs> it's funny because the celebrity he's with talks about a third as much as he does. That's funny. I don't even know why they're there. It is very funny. He's very witty and very well-spoken. And, uh, but it's also fascinating glimpse at all these beautiful, really cool cities and interesting things you can do there. Um, I, I've watched them literally. I've watched, there's, there's seven seasons and there's only like four episodes per season. I've literally watched every episode probably 10 times. Wow. I just wow. have it on all the time. It's just very comforting. So I, I highly re- I highly recommend that. I also saw A Scanner Darkly recently. I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. I remember when it came out and it was like kind of controversial, but honestly, I have never seen it. Well, it's like the, it had a, the animation where they paint every frame. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah. Richard Linkletter. And it's, uh, it's actually really, really entertaining. I liked it a lot. It's funny. I didn't realize how funny it would be. Um, but it makes there's a bunch of movies based on Philip K. Dick books that make me want to read Philip K. Dick, and then I try to read Philip K. Dick, and I can never get into it. Mm. I I feel like that's a failing on my part, not Philip K. Dick. Right. <laughs> yeah. What have you been watching? Um, I don't watch a lot of TV, and then I know how you feel about reality TV because oh, I yeah. mostly feel the same way. But I have been watching this reality TV show called Alone. Oh, you mentioned, that like, last, you mentioned that last week, just so you oh, know. Did I? I am, I've been but watching feel like... feel free to like plug it away, man. <laughs> I've been wa- I'm on like my third season of this show. I swear to God. I yeah. am like, it just the... I, I just like that you know, there's no ending point, you know? It's yeah. just like how long they can go. And uh, it's like you... They do a really good job of like getting to know the characters and like thinking of just like the different like philosophies of like there's like the alpha male and then there are like the like you know the tree huggers and people have like different strategies and different takes on it and people you think are going to tap out right away that last longer and people that you think are going to last really long and then like you know something bad happens to them and they got to get out it's just it, it i feel like it's in that the comfort zone as well yeah where it's just like it's nice and easy to have on and it's entertaining. And I will say that that doesn't sound totally within the realm of reality TV that I hate the most. It's definitely not. It's definitely, there's not like producers being like cause drama. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, it's not the, like a, just dumb people being turned into millionaires for being dumb and uh, no, teaching it's not kids that. that it's better to be dumb. Yeah, not that well. <laughs> Those are the ones I hate the most. I'm learning how to survive. Yeah, that's right. You're just, it's like a class. It's like a survival skills class you're taking. Right. That's fine. Okay. So the, that's all the things. That's, that's all, all the stuff. The things. 
Nomad in the footsteps of Bruce Chatwin on Sofa Cinema. MKEFilm.org slash Sofa Cinema. Oh, so nice. All right. This is Cinebuds. Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Thank you today. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Le Newsk, as the French say. We get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Ooh. Thank you to Associated Bank. You are the most associated bank I know, and I appreciate it. I associate them with happiness. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> ten times better than what I said. I, I'm going to fully admit. <laughs> um, thank you to members of Milwaukee Film and yeah. of 89 Radio Milwaukee. Want to hug and kiss you all. And um, consensually in a friendly way. And also thank you to uh, Christopher Pollard. You know, oh. I think that he really deserves it. I don't think that he gets enough credit for I what he does. I definitely don't. That's and true. especially, you know, in COVID where he can't be around people, which is like the best thing about him. Um, so is being around people is being around. He's really he really he's good at working a crowd. You know, Who he's, is he's he? a man of the people. <laughs> I have not heard of this gentleman before, <laughs> but I tell you what. Thanks, man. <laughs> you, you sound amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher Ballard. All right. See ya. Bye.